What's up, world? It's your boy, the Bearded Brother. And of course, I'm on my cousin's podcast, The Berry Gang. And I'm here to talk about beer, Afro Panera uh, community, and black shit. How, See, you know, how better you can get better than that? You know what I'm saying? Listen, it don't get no better than the black shit. It don't get no better than talking about all that black shit. That's your blood, too. You know, listen, we're going to get into that in a second. Listen, I am Dean. That over there is Madman Lowe's. We got another special guest. Because mm-hmm. lately, because you know what happened for a while, your family was dominating coming on. You I had know? two people from my family. Exactly. I was losing. I only had one. Then I recently just had two. Now this is going to make three. I'm so winning you now. You got to get it now. Yeah, son, you got you got to get one. Listen, listen, I got one of my cousins come from the south. Come from the south. Listen, the bearded brother Kramer. Listen, the man, fifty grand. He is the owner of Afropreneurial Community. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get into that in a second. The Mm -hmm. co-host of the Swig Podcast with Shiny G. Mm -hmm. He is privately educated, but happily happily melanated. Welcome, Mm -hmm. Kramer, to the podcast. Los, do me a favor, Pim. Cue that applause. Don't worry, we put in post-production work. It's a marathon. Now, <laughs> welcome, brother. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. You know, it's a good day. We got trash up at the White House. We got hopefully get the trash up off the streets, you know. So I'm not mad, man. Listen, I ain't mad at it either. You got old 45. It's, it, it's not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting. He's going to fight it. But you know what? Fuck that guy. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some some real cool shit. We gonna talk about a real cool brother. Mm-hmm. Now listen, we, before we even touch this beer shit, we got it because because the beer shit is that is something else. That is a high respect I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into the Afropreneurial community and what you were able to create and what you were doing before COVID came in. Fucked it up, but let's get into into that whole community you were able to build of like minded brothers and sisters, and then brothers and sisters who had different brands coming together to push their brands over you know over the edge. Yeah, just the Afro Panera community is just a space to do three things: teach, learn, and inspire one another. And it's just mm. a space for Black entrepreneurs, creatives, or just people that are really connected to our community and just want to see it flourish. We can come and network with a purpose. I'm sure y'all been networking events. Mm-hmm. It's just literally you walk in the door, it's just free range chickens. You don't know yeah, who to talk juice. to. <laughs> like you don't know who to talk to, who not yeah. to talk to, like right. what to talk about to get someone mm-hmm. to get the information you need or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to kill all that noise with bringing in different speakers and have different topics. Uh, we talk about whether it's social media um, prowess, talking about building the correct team around you, um, talking about um, mental health, physical health, and even financial health. And then you take that information from that seminar and you bring it into your conversation when you go to network after that. Because it's usually a two-hour to three-hour event. So like you'll ask questions with the speaker and things like that. You hear something, I can go to be like, hey, oh, Justin, you hear what? Blah, 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 I said about social media. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I was like, you get into a more intimate and more purpose-driven conversation mm. rather mm. than be like, hey, I'm cr-. You do the whole elevator speech because you know mm. when that shit's rehearsed. Facts. And mm-hmm. you, you'll hear buzzwords about, oh, there's social media. So I'm going to talk about algorithm and trends and hashtags. That'll get them to think I'm a good person to work with. Mm-hmm. And then they trick you, unfortunately. And then you're in this partnership you're like, yo, this 
motherfucker don't do shit. Like <laughs> you got fool. I've been duped, bamboozled, let us stray, bamboozled. Playing with rock minute on your ass. You didn't yeah, land yeah. <laughs> literally. And so it's just like trying to get through that muck of networking and actually getting meaningful connections mm-hmm. in the black community, and then ultimately any other community. You can kind of take what you get from Afropreneurial community and go to any space and be able to like have those kind of conversations mm. and have the tools and the resources you need to really just build your stock up, build up who your brand is and who you are as a person. Building mm. the business side of things within our community. And I think that's something that is deeply important, you know, for us to build these bonds so that we can all kind of like, you know, connect and like, you know, just elevate one another. Like there's one thing that, uh, it's like that this podcast has opened my eyes about like, so for instance, like we were doing your pre-production and I was gearing up for the episode and I can say that I had the same kind of butterfly feelings when I was doing this pre-production with you that I had from when we were doing some of our Broadway talents, because for multiple reasons, one, it kind of just like, Lopes has had his moment. I really haven't had mine yet where I was just like, holy shit. We got a show that we really promote motherfuckers on. Mm-hmm. And I am promoting my cousin who does some really cool shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, like, like this is it's cool shit meets cool shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're black is and we're black as fuck with it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't get any better than that. To, like, like this is like it's and exactly basically what you've created. Like it 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 just gets the kind of it gets the juices going. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. kind of gets it going, seeing us. Like our like our generation, I feel as if it's connecting with one another in a way that I don't that that previous generations did do because we cannot disrespect what they did before us, right. but in a way that they have not. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, it is, well, there's it new, is, new things available for us, and it's easier you know, for us so. to connect in different like. Oh hell yeah! We're like in the southern a, market. Took a baton, right? Right. We just took a baton. It ran a little slightly different route, but we're gonna Facts. get the same finish line. Mm-hmm. Like instead of us going left, y'all go, went, we're going left, we're going right, then we're going to come back left and then do a loop to loop and then jump across. <laughs> Everything's got to work fast. So, so can we can we talk about something else? Oh, yeah. Um, about, about you that because you had a clothing line. Um, and I'm mad at myself because I did not buy any of this shit and I wanted to and I just never put the order because I'm a dickhead. Um, don't be like Justin. Go support all black business. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to make sure I supported Georgia shit. I was like, I can't miss again. Mm-hmm. But privately educated, mm-hmm. but happily melanated. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that? Because that sounds you, like me. It, it describes us. Mm-hmm. But see, he grew up going in, like, grew up in private schools. Mm. Yep. But obviously, that has not affected. His, well, you can't affect somebody's blackness, regardless, because that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that at some other time. But oh, shit. No, that. we can get into that if you want to. We, we can definitely get into I don't think you can affect it, but we will get it right, right after this point. But you you doing that growing up, how was that on you? You know what I'm saying? Because that privately educated, happily melanated, that that came from a place. And I know what you must have experienced. I, I can only fathom what you experienced because we, we went through it as adults in college, mm-hmm. but you grew up in it. So mm-hmm. how, what was that like? Like, uh, you know, I first of all, I grew up in Decatur, Georgia. So, if y'all listen to Southern Rap, um, Gucci Mane, uh, and all that. Zone Four. Yeah. So, it was like Waka, Cry Mob. Like, people, some of the group members and the Cry Mob kicked it with us in the neighborhood. 
Oh. So that's the kind of neighborhood I grew up in. But I went to school. You ever seen the movie ATL? Of course. Yes. Yeah. You know that big mansion? Mm-hmm. Yes. Lives at? That's 10 minutes from my high school. Mm. So I went yeah. side of town for school. Mm. So like, and ever since I was a little kid, my mom was um, very big on our education and Georgia's public school education is below the toilet. It's not even in the toilet. It's below the toilet. Um, mm. and my mom was like, Fun. oh, hell, you're not going to any of these neighborhood schools. Me and all my, only my oldest sister went public school. Me, my uh, second oldest sister, we always were in private school. Mm-hmm. So my mom put us in private school. But it's the slick thing she did. She just didn't go for the biggest and best private schools just to say we go there. Right. Like, okay, Kramer has ADD. I need to find a school that has small classrooms, has good one-on-one work with. Right. Students. That's where he needs to be. But my middle sister, she didn't. She was a, she's a very, we're all good students, but she was like on roll every year since like. Yes, yes. I don't want to mention, I don't, I don't, I'm not like, I, I, I'm not going to put her name out there on the podcast because, you know, we're doing a whole bunch of nefarious shit. We talk a whole bunch of shit. She got her own private life. But she is like your second oldest sibling. Yes. Is like oozes, like she's on another her brain powers on a whole nother fucking level. Beast. She's exactly. operating. She's operating on a. She's operating on a completely different frequency. And I knew that even when we were younger, just was like, "Why do you make me feel so stupid?" And we're only playing games, and you're not even trying. <laughs> like, 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 like you can like certain people. Like for instance, the athletes out there. You know how you were on the field with somebody. Y'all ain't even hit the field. You just was looking at pre warm ups. You were like, "Oh, he gonna be a problem." That's how I felt around. I'm not gonna say her name because you know I me, mean? but yeah, let y'all be fucking gangster. <laughs> yeah. He's in school getting her PhD now. Yes. Uh, Expect nothing less. Full like, newbie and locks going on and everything. I love yeah, everything awesome. about. I love everything He's about you right now. But like, oh me my and god, my sister, we're more of I would say entrepreneurial, the creative kids. Mm-hmm. Sister now has her clothing line now and she just got incorporated. So she out here like really doing it and her stuff is fire. I'm gonna have to holler at her. I ain't even know that. We're gonna have to talk. We yeah, I'm not saying that because my sister, like her actual designs is something I would buy from a complete Our family shirt. is very fickle. So when we give each other compliments and we, it's like, it's not like, that's one thing about our family is that we're not, we we love and respect family, but it's like, all right, if we're gonna enter into business or do something like that together, it's gonna be a joint collaboration. So like that's like we're very we're very critical on not only ourselves, but each other. Like, yeah, like so like yeah, I said, like, my older sister did my uh my beer mm, uh logo for me. Fire. Fire. So, that yo, your whole your whole let's get into it now. Yeah. The the the, the Swig podcast. Yeah. Your brand, <coughs> you're operating on another fucking frequency, bro. Mm-hmm. Like your shit is fucking fire. Appreciate it, man. Like it's breaking down the narratives for me, you know. Oh yeah, yes. That's all. And I the heard. lane that you have found is tremendous. Yes. Appreciate Brothers it. drinking beer, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. And there's so many people like you drinking beer, mm-hmm. and yeah. don't have somebody. You know what I mean? And so just 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 get into it for the people. Um, well, basically, I just love beer because I I also compare it to black people in this in this sense. 
beer and black people are some of the oldest things on this earth, right? True. Like black people are some of the oldest people that ever exist on the planet. Same with beer. But also, in, we'll put it in contemporary times, in their fields, they're the least respected in America to me. Mm-hmm. Black people are the most disrespected black uh, people on this planet. Talk about Here it. is in the alcohol world. And only way you really know about those two things, if you've never been a part of it, is what is portrayed in the media. Because look what you see with beer in the media. You see your Miller Lights, your Budweiser, your sometimes Heineken, Cronuts. Coors. Coors. But very light, easy to digest things and things that people can absorb. Same with how they do black people, athletes, entertainers. Talk about it. Drug dealers, drug users. Come on now. But Mm -hmm. you actually get into the world of those things you see bomb like shit like beers like there's barrel aged beers out there it's beer with like the beer i'm drinking now has fucking peppermint in it mm. like mm. it's like christmas mm. how do you know that without actually getting into the world right 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 mm. with black people there's lawyers doctors politicians you would never know like no, business, like legit businesses, <laughs> like the dude that paid for the tuition of all those uh, graduates two years ago at Morehouse. Yeah, just pop mm-hmm. the fuck up out of nowhere if you weren't in that finance field. But like you go in and you'll probably see him real quick. Hey, his whole family's been in this shit and killing it. Yeah, and so it's just like if you don't go into those worlds, you don't know the amazing things you can uncover and learn just by literally just Googling or just doing some research so, or knowing someone that wants to guide you through that, that process. Now, now before we get into all the different kind of beers that you cover and the craft beers and all that kind of good stuff, I'll fuck with that. this podcast, mm-hmm. as you know, has a healthy dose of fuckery and nonsense. So what I'm going to ask since this is a drink, since this is a podcast about drinking, mm-hmm. this current podcast, I, can we give some of the funniest drunk stories mm. from us in college? Mm. Oh, I got a couple, yeah. And <laughs> so, just to set the tone of ridiculousness, mm-hmm. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. So, this was my freshman year. I was not a heavy drinker. Mm-hmm. Played college football all four years. Okay. So. At the time, I was a fullback, and it was me. And so, so that night, starting to drink, it was me, a buddy Mark, my buddy KJ, my buddy uh, Tags. We were all drinking. We started drinking with Captain. We had a bottle of Captain between the four of us. It was killed. I was feeling pretty good. I never really drank before, but I was like, all right, this ain't too bad. We get to the basketball house. The basketball house had jungle juice. I didn't know at the time. Oh, no. That yeah, you got to the night ended. That you got to be careful with this jungle oh, juice oh, stuff. Oh, oh. So I legitimately had like six to eight cups. Something between there, I don't remember completely. Like now, I remember. Now listen, now, no regular like you know red solo cups. Ooh, that's yeah. what I was asking. I was like, yeah, that. So <laughs> I remember it because yeah. see, so when we went to school. I went to school in Oneonta, and the, and it's in the hills. So some of these houses are in hills. So these stairs are steep. I remember walking down these stairs. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And I also remember having a flash at this fraternity. Mm-hmm. I remember waking up, throwing up, 
in the bar, but let me get you to there. Mm -hmm. So we come downstairs, and this is all what my friends tell me. We come downstairs, my, me and my buddy KJ, KJ was the running back, I was the fullback. We were paired together. Mm -hmm. We started running G28 in the street. That's a football play, people. <laughs> I put, I went shoulder first into the concrete, mm. into the sidewalk, woke up, kept it pushed like a machine. Then we go to what? this fraternity house called ADL. Okay. Right? Dark turn. So we go to, yeah, that's, for people don't know, that's a, it's a really weird group of motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. They're into some weird shit. You go in there, it's just like the Twilight Zone meets the devil on steroids. So, like, you definitely seen the devil's dick down there. I never really. It's a terrible the, the place. Quarters, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a terrible place. I wouldn't recommend anyone going. So we go there, though, because we're freshmen. I remember, like, I remember playing Pong mm -hmm. and then leaving. Mm -hmm. We get to the bar and I'm throwing up in the bar. I remember showing my high school ID to the bouncer, just walking right past him. I remember my friends trying to get me not to drink. Mm -hmm. I still bought Jack, Jack and Coke. Mm. Nice. Drank the Jack and Coke, <laughs> threw up in a pitcher in the oh. corner. Oh. Right? And then they all were like, all right, we got us. You were one yeah, of those guys. Go. Oh yeah, oh. I put in the picture and then put the picture down and then just walked away. And then, and then they all we all go outside. You know, you just go outside trying to leave and you forget one friend. They go back in to get that friend. I decided to go back in there. I got another jacket coat. <laughs> so listen, dog. I'm trying to see the devil's dick at this point. Fuck Why? it. We're going for broke. <laughs> like so, you there? You might as well. Going for, going for broke. Now I, all this is told to me. Mm. Then we get to Sal's Pizzeria. Mm. We know South Pizzeria. They got Infamous. the best. They got the best cold cheese pizza. Yes. Like I mean, this is this, this kind Chicken of cold rolls. cheese pizza you'll sell your mother soul for. Like this shit is oh, crazy. Debat <laughs> debatable. Debatable on that. I'm point. just fucking with you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying out some new comedian shit. So just go with me. Now, <laughs> so you fucking we we go into South, mm -hmm. and Chicken I remember staying in line to order cold cheese pizza. We got the cold cheese pizza. I sat down and I threw up all over the floor there. But I got low I enough think, to the I, I ground. I don't know. Yo, I feel like I was there during this shit. You were, I nah, probably was. No, 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 no. Some shit had happened. Threw up all over the Sal's floor. They kicked us out, but I still had my pizza. Everyone was freaking out about getting a cab. Drunk me gets a cab. Mm -hmm. I wake up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time out. And then my boy DT was there too the whole time, but DT didn't drink. Woke up. And because I had a, I had like a double. Mm -hmm. But my roommate quit the second day of football camp. Like we didn't even we didn't even do our test, and he quit. So I had a I had a free spot for the for, for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then D, I woke up. DT was on the other bed, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" He was like, "You were wiling, and you threw up so many places." <laughs> and then this is like I never really drank before. Like I was like, "Holy shit!" So I was like, "It's a small college," and I was like nervous that I was going to go, and everybody's going to remember and kind of like make fun of me a little bit. But then. First of all, no one gave a fuck. Once I got, once I was there for longer than a month, I realized, oh, no one. This place is wild. Yeah. When I just, when I, I did, was I did that shit. And then our starting left guard got arrested for punching down this lady's fence because he was that drunk and taking a piss on her lawn. Because when she tried to come out there and yell at him, yeah. So it didn't matter what I did. Like, <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like, we got left guards right. out here like, pissing <laughs> on people's lawns after punching down their fence. Like it didn't fucking matter. So that was my. I have to say one of my top drunken stories. There's worse ones, but I feel like that's a good one to set the bar on where I want us to go. Um, now, Kramer, I think you should go last because you're, right. you, you know what I mean? You're the guest. Los, mm. the people want to know an infamous Los night. Uh, well, 
I'll, I'll give you one of these ones. I think I think you were you were there for this particular party. Um, this is when I think it was my freshman year, and we decided to go to uh, the girls' soccer house at that point in time. Like very like first semester type. Okay, okay, right. so, okay. So, I'm with you. That 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 was something that was very much happened. Right. So I I walk I walk in there, and at this point, you know, I I I was like young in freshman. You know what I mean? So I was like. I, I want to like record everything because like, yeah, I went to parties and stuff, but not like crazy college parties, you know? So I'm like, yo, this is crazy where everybody's drinking and shit like that. I'm like, whoa. So I get in there, I'm, I'm recording everything. I had like an iPhone, like three back then, you know what I mean? So I'm like recording everything. I like get to the, get into the party where I see this guy. So oh, I'm, you asshole! So, so, so oh, I'm, you're a dickhead for this so, one. So, so <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, man, what's up? You got anything to say to the camera? So he was like, you know what I got to? He like runs up into the camera. I was like, you know what I got to say to the camera? He's like, he's like, fuck your camera. He takes it and he throws it across. First of all, across. First of all, it was not fuck your camera. I said fuck Delta. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, whatever. so don't sorry. like, don't just say I just destroyed your camera. You, but you did. That. <laughs> <laughs> I had just gotten to like we had just got to like a fight a little bit before. Okay, we got into a fight a little bit before. So he comes to he comes he grabs my runs up into the camera. You know what I gotta say? Fuck Delta. Grabs my phone and I don't know if this is left hand or his right hand, but he fucking shot put throws all like at least across the party. So now I'm like, wow, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, what the? Why would you do it? it? It wasn't like my main phone anyway, but I was just like, why would you do that? Now I gotta go it's get principal. that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So now I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> So now I, I, I get the fucking phone after this guy chucked it across the fucking party, like pushing bitches away, pushing them to the side and shit, you know, <laughs> sticky ass floor and shit. My shit's like all like fucking chipped. You know what I mean? So, so, so I'm like, all right, whatever. So I get, the, I get the fucking phone. So I'm, I'm like recording again now because I'm like, you know, whatever, fuck it's a party. I'm drunk. So I get over and I see one of his, uh, fraternity brothers, an older one. There's a, there's a, there's like a big barrel of punch. Was this Craig? No. Okay. It was like a big, like you know, like where they had the jungle punch, the jungle punch shit, right? I this. So I record. I'm like, yo, what's good with this dude? Like he's leaning over, but I thought he's, I was like, he's getting the drink for a while. Now why is he taking so long to get his cup? So I go over there. He's fucking puking in the punch. Where the where the, the the big ass jug of punch oh, puking in that no. puking in that. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> so then he goes after he after he pukes after he pukes in there, he takes his fist <laughs> and fucking stirs it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Oh, you got oh my god. Man. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the this is the oh, most insane die. party ever in the <laughs> he's world. Gotta die, bro. Now now the day is not the day is not over. Uh, now I thought I'm like this is this is this is extreme because I my phone's cracked now. This man's thrown up in the punch. He's double spiked the punch. You know I did I mean? not throw up in the punch for the record. no 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 you didn't you didn't you didn't no you, what your man's did though. <laughs> so threw up in the punch. So now Make I'm like fifth. so I'm like damn bro this is this is wild. Next thing I know the end of the party happens. You know I can't go to the bars because I'm fucking 18, just fresh 18. Isn't that when Big Jim fucked up Austin Woods? No. That's when this is when Saeed died. Oh, <laughs> even better. So, <laughs> so, what, how, what is this Saeed's stature? He's about like what six four. Saeed, so at this time, at this time, Saeed's about six three, 
and he is probably uh our sophomore year, he's probably a healthy three ten. Three ten. Okay. So, so nigga, he's a he's so a, he's a like legitimate he's a legitimate offensive guard yeah. in in or defensive tackle. Let me tell you something. This motherfucker oh, died. And, and and oh mind you, he's not like he's built to be big too. Right. Yeah. He's got big hands, big he's just a big bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so so this guy is passed out on, on the on the floor after the party, whatever. So I'm like, we gotta get him out of here. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this motherfucker was like like heavy, like Voltron. This motherfucker was like at least a ton. You know what I mean? Because he's dead weight. So we're like, I had just, we all had split up in responsibilities. You know what I mean? And we all had split, like, you got the arm, you got the arm, you got the arm, da, da, da. So I was like, fuck it, I'll take a leg. Why the fuck did I choose a leg? I don't know. Heaviest part of the body. Right. So I had to dead ass deadlift this motherfucker's leg. So I'm like, Farmer's carrying, walking. So we're walking out to, you know, the little side door. So right outside the side door is like a station wagon with the door open. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we in there like some motherfucking pallbearers. Like we just <laughs> we're just carrying them and I'm like the, the board out here. Yeah, the step <laughs> it was it was it's icy, it's fucking cold. You know what I mean? It's upstate New York. Right. Somebody probably slipped and there's only like two steps. So I don't know if I slipped, but I dead ass threw this nigga's body into the car. <laughs> and it was one of those things like he was like like dead like he like didn't really like he didn't really like hit he didn't go straight into the car on the first on the first heat you know what i mean so part of his body like hit the side of the car and there was a reshuffle if you will <laughs> it's a reshuffle of the body it's into, into the back into the back of the uh, of the car so i'm like yo he's not he's not gonna he's not doing well like we gotta like make sure he's okay so we go to mcdonald's you know and uh, we go there, and we drop off McDonald's. So when he wakes up, at least there's McDonald's there, and we did right. We did justice by saving him. So I wasn't really crazy. I, I wasn't really too fucked up that night. Our but co- seeing co- all that shit, I was like, us and our college days are really crazy. But yeah, so Kramer, I know you got something for us. Mm. Yeah, um, and yeah, and of course, y'all know going to predominantly white schools, people get out of pocket. Even yourself, sometimes you do get lost. In that sauce a lot. My fr- I be like, check damn, myself. I'm doing some white shit. Yeah, got right. Like, what the fuck am I? You have to wake up the next day like you are black. Go for yourself I can't move the way Sally and Chad move. Definitely not Sally. They were built for that. Yes. But continue. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. So there's this um, club over by where the Tennessee Titans play. Okay. Uh, Limelight. So that's about three miles from three and a half miles ish. From uh, Belmont, mm-hmm. so and they at the time we were, I was a freshman. It was still letting eighteen and up people in all over the city mm-hmm. in uh, Nashville. So this bar was eighteen and up. We of course we pregame all that. I pregame perfectly. I did myself in because we were walking into this uh, club. I forgot my ID, so I went to go grab my ID. Then I was like, I'm just gonna chug some of this vodka we got in the car. Mm-hmm. Mistake number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just kept going harder and harder. And then at one point, I don't know if it was the devil or my spirit telling me, it's like, your people left you. You got to get home. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> I was, I was listening to my spirit. I was like, spirit, you right. Let me take my ass home. So I started walking. It's like three miles walking is way different driving. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it's, like, kind of just, like, difficult to walk through. Took you, like, um, at least an hour and some change. 
at a couple, but you're drunk. So add out another hour, hour and a half to that. So I'm just walking. I end up started to walk on the interstate. I drunkenly realized it was the interstate. Walk back off, go to the gas station, hang out with like homeless people for like 15 minutes. Uh huh. Now I was like, man, I gotta go. They're like, hey, man, we'll talk to you later. The fucking man. homeless people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I kept walking. I was like in the on some back streets. Uh huh. And a cop drove by. I was like, sir, can you give me a ride home? He's like, no, I mean, I can't do that. Uh, uh, like, I got to arrest you. Partially, like, 5% of me was like, I'm 19 and drunk. <laughs> Here, take me away, sir. <laughs> then my blackness kid in is like, Nick, go, go, just walk. Just say, oh, man, and walk away. So that's what I did. I kept just walking. I was like, yeah. walked all the way to uh, back to Belmont with all my friends. Sitting in the little like common area downstairs, like mm-hmm. pissed, <laughs> like they were mad. She was like, "Where the fuck did you go?" I was like, "Y'all left me." It's like, "No, we were still at the club when you walked off." <laughs> like, you just walked off. It was like my friends were still there. Like when I left the bathroom, I was like, "I look." It was like, you know how you look in the mirror. You're like, "I'm good. I'm good." Like I don't need. <laughs> I, I had that conversation. Good. Uh, before the yeah, no, it wasn't. My spirit lied. <laughs> <laughs> spirit lied. The devil snuck in. He's like, they fucking left you. Fuck them. Take care of yourself. <laughs> I was like, you're right, Mr. Devil. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these niggas. I don't need nobody. <laughs> Started <laughs> trooping. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. And they get back like, no, we literally watched you walk out the door and we tried mm. to like catch you, but you moved way too quick. You were gone by the time we got outside. Mm-hmm. We thought you went to the car. I was mm. like, no, but they're like, oh, I thought you fell in myself. Yeah, it was like, we thought you died, fell in the river. Cause all I had was just my ID on me. I didn't have my phone, nothing. At least you had that. Me and my ID. <laughs> this was, well, you know Trump what? stories. It's kind of weird. Cause I think, I feel as if like once, but once I graduated college, I felt as if that was when there was a shift on like people had their phones on them all the time. Mm-hmm. But I vividly remember there would be times in college that my phone may die. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the phone and it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Knew, you knew where you had to go. Knew you had to go. Knew it, even like, even like it, my drunk self can navigate back to college. But it kind of, but it gave you it gave you like this little bit of feeling like, oh, so this was what it was like back in the old days when all you had was a payphone to get motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody yeah. wasn't home, like if they were out, mm-hmm. they were out. Right. Like that was it. Like you wasn't right. you didn't catch nobody. Right. I remember yeah, like, like I remember like, 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 my phone being know. off. And it's like I was like Shit, I used to feel the best some, especially like when I was single and my phone was off. Mm-hmm. Oh, all bets was off. I was oh, doing yeah. a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> I was completely not supposed to be doing. Mm. I was places that I had no business being. Mm. Living it up. I ain't got no, I ain't oh, got no phone. I was the same way. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I just got like emboldened. Like, niggas don't know where I'm at. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> That's the same way. I'll be out literally all day. I might have my phone, but I'll leave it in the car. Mm. Like, I'll tuck it in. I put it in my glove compartment and lock it. So like, I got my phone just in case, like, some shit go down. I need to be like, mm. yo, I'm at such and such. Here's my location. Come get me. Mm. But nothing ever happened. But like, 
But you just, just got to live your life, yeah. yeah so like, I got a quick I question for you. Put in the car, go shit. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in... in Blow, <laughs> drink, chill, watch TV somewhere. It was nothing for me to not have my phone on me mm. at times. Now, here's a question. We, we now navigate out of drunken collegeness. And now let's get into your sophisticated palate for beer. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that, baby. And, and this is where I yield the conversation to mm-hmm. our resident craft master, craft master Lowe's, because mm-hmm. it's very different. You know, there's different variations of Lowe's for people out there yeah, who don't know course. who are tuning in for the first time. Of course. Some of, you know, Kramer's are fans with the Swig podcast. Mm-hmm. Lowe's has very different facets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of them is Craftmaster. So Craftmaster Lowe's. Yeah. Could you go ahead and talk to Craftmaster Deans and break it down? Uh, <clears throat> well, first, I'd like to, you know, go out by saying that I'm, I'm not as versed as some, but I think I'm more versed than the average person. I enjoy the craft. I enjoy the bitterness of IPA. Okay. Um, you know, so to me, that's, you know, some people can't understand that palate because it's so bitter and so hoppy. And, you know, so I like the, uh, <clears throat> I, I've tried some double IPAs. I've tried some, some stouts, um, a good APA, you know, so I've, 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 I've dabbled in, in the craft beer. Uh, you know, obviously there's way more that I could get into, but, uh, <laughs> well, but yeah, I've, 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 I've tried to a couple double IPAs too. Them shits. Them shits is power. Well, where did y'all? So where did y'all? So where did y'all like? When did you start turning towards IPA? Uh, Kramer, you go first, I guess. Yeah, well, oh. I, I like IPAs. I'm a stout guy. Oh, so. excuse me, stout. Excuse me. Or like the different, and that's and that's the my craft, ignorance of beer. I say I'm saying craft beer in general, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't right. really drink the shit, so I think everything is just IPA. But, mm-hmm. but please continue. I got you. But yeah, like um, my junior year in college. Yeah, no say about my, my white roommate. We were going to a party one day. I was drinking like Heineken or something because that was like upper echelon for me. Just mm-hmm. in my world, like, imp- imported. Yeah, it's like oh, it's imported. It's got to be fancy, right? Later on, you don't find you find out later it's not really. But, it's, just, um, it's just average beer. Yes, there, it's like, but, but um, better than but better than college level beer. Yes, it's Netherlands, but light for them, right? Out of Amsterdam, but he was like, yo, like. Try this beer. It was called Shock Top. It was like an orange wheat beer. Right. Yeah, I remember Shock Top. Mm-hmm. And I tried that and I loved it. And so, therefore, like, it just kind of like got Shock me Shock Top is, is Belgian beer too, beer. I think, right? Say what? Shock, Shock Top is Belgian? Belgian beer? Yeah. It's, okay. a, uh, it's a Belgian style. I don't know if it's. No, oh, 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 okay, yeah, okay. Belgian style. Um, but yeah, he tried. I tried that, loved it, and then been trying and exploring different things. Mm-hmm. But like, probably the last year, year and a half, I actually like learned, made myself start learning and like experiencing craft beer in mm-hmm. more technical, almost scientific level. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yes. I with do, the, I with the, like with the percentages and shit like yeah. that. There's like IBUs and like mm-hmm. why does stout why are stouts like this but IPAs are like that and even mm-hmm. let's just go to IPAs which is Indian Pale Ale which is going to be a hoppy aka really bitter beer but mm-hmm. if you go into that world you got hazy you got New yeah, fruity West Coast you got milkshake mm-hmm. you got imperial double triple right. all this these different things mm-hmm. it's like again like I said earlier in the show it's like black folks you don't realize how deep the shit goes until you mm-hmm. and learn about it and so mm-hmm. like ever since like last like year year and a half i've been like 
reading and researching and just kind of like we, understanding. We need, a, um, we, need a, we need a Kramer suggestion list or a care package of, of what's the best things. Cause you know, you might have, you might have some stuff that we can't get up here, you know? Oh so, yeah. Like, and it's vice versa. So, you know, like, you know, yeah, yeah. listen, yeah. And not to mention we, when we went to Oneana, um, there was a brewery Omegang in Cooperstown. That was Omegang is fire. Yeah. Everybody likes Omegang. Oh yeah. I bang with Omegang. And Omegang was so close. We, we yeah, used to go yeah, there. down there from them. It's like they're, I think it's like their flagship shit. So like they probably yeah. have like very local things. Mm-hmm. They're probably like way better than what they got. Oh, Oma Gang was yeah. like I think what was Oma Gang like fifteen minutes from our school? Yeah, yeah, minutes, like yeah. like fifteen twenty minutes from our school. You used to go on the fucking Oma Gang um, brewery tours, and then mm-hmm. you used to go because you would hit Oma Gang, and then you would hit like there was like this winery on the way, mm-hmm. like another brew. Like so, when we went to school at. I went on a lot of beer tours and I did a lot of that stuff. I think it was just like the land of the land of bars. It was just like yeah, it was so made it was just for just to cultivate drunk drunken college kids. Yeah. So like in the actual town, I think we had fifty two bars and clubs. And then yeah. And mind you, this 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 place, the best way to describe where we went to school at is it's the place that God forgot. The things that happen in Oneonta are lot like it's the wild, wild fantasy west. Land. It's fantasy in, land. It's not bro. even real. It's like the Matrix. And you want to know a small <laughs> um, fact? It's mm-hmm. crazy. I think I mentioned this to you like uh, several years ago, Justice. I don't know if you remember this. There was a small chance I was going to hoop. At, um, what's the school y'all went to? Wait, yes. Yes. You're going to play basketball. Yes. I, I almost. And I had like talked to, yeah, I talked to you. I like reached out to the coaches and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, yo, my cousin's coming. Like, he may be playing up here, whatever the fuck it is, or whatever the case. I've been fired. I would have, I was low key hoping you were. I was like, yo, if he comes over here and he kills it in basketball, I said, that has cemented us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, because so we're only like a year or two apart, so we definitely would have overlapped. We would have been, a, bro, it would have been a lot. <laughs> like, it was, it was close. We, it was all three like, of us, all three of us would have went to school together then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was there was too. Like, yeah, that was. We were, I was this close. It was just because money. Yeah, Hartwick, Hartwick was a uh, wild okay. ass. Yeah, I was like, wild ass. Didn't give me money like that because they're D three, so it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's pretty much like the rookie minimum in any like NBA contract, mm-hmm. like minimum <laughs> of the minimum of everything. And it was like, okay, he was like, you know what? I'll just five dollars. You want to come? <laughs> I'll take my talents elsewhere. You can go five dollars in, in a jersey and, a pair, and it's a <laughs> right. Here you go. I know y'all good and all, but it ain't worth this. Yeah. So we'll now I bag of chips for you if you want to go. <laughs> but you can't go too far because then you got then there's boosting. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. You motherfucker, take a take a chicken sandwich from a guy. It's a booster. Oh uh, shit! Don't even talk yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. So all James wanted was that was just funny. Just I was food. Like, I, mm-hmm. Remember that story y'all talking? About? I was like, yes, Hartwick. I forget. I like I slipped, forgot you went there, and then you start talking. Oh, it's a big old Hartwick. I almost went there. It's a dangerous, dangerous land. It's a dangerous place, and only the strong survive. Like many people go in, and not many people stay. Like it fucks up their life. I'll tell you what. Yo, I have seen so many people's lives destroyed in Hartwick. Like, like I I would say, Hartwick. There's Oneonta. Excuse me, Oneonta. The purest of the purest go in there, and then they leave best friends with the devil. It's the most crazy thing I've ever seen in my life. That's crazy. But that's college, though. It's all about the progression. No, college is different. Going to school in Oneonta and surviving, you might as well be special forces. <laughs> you might as well be special forces. You prepare for anything. 
Dealing with the weather alone. Is, yo, is nothing. You went like, yo, it's wild, son. You got these fucking girls used to wear damn near nothing in the cold with no jacket. It's crazy. Guys. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I got a North Face on. And Tim's. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes but then, then some guys you would see out there, they would have like just a fucking shirt and jeans. You're like, what the fuck is wrong? You're like, oh, no. It's fine. It's like, yo, this place was a, was a, the people that went to Walmart and the people you used to have to get your medication from. Mm-hmm. It was a, bro, I've went into some real weird, like, I was like, why are we here? Like, nobody in college has the medication? Mm, you're right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're just like, yo, like, what the fuck is, mm-hmm. is that your I'll child? Sick, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is that your child? Like, is this we're doing this? Okay. Mm. But yeah, just so. Just shoes, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just the way God just, just totally forgot about that place. So when you go to the black hole and you survive, you just kind of get like a badge. <laughs> but now, so. <laughs> what? You're a fucking ribbon. It's <laughs> like you survived. You're alive. Yeah. And, and that's why when you graduate from there, you you only you can only go back there like once every few years. You can't I ain't go going back, there. back again. I went there. I went there. Two, what three years after, was, I, after it, I graduated? I was like, this is this is probably it takes years off your life. When you oh, go yeah, visit yeah. again, you lose years. So that's what you got to choose like every few oh, years. Yeah. Like the Olympics. Yes. Every four years, you pop back up. Nah, not even. You should make it up. You like seven. Cause you're gonna use like, like, cause you're gonna lose years off your life. I remember the first time I went back, I thought I was still in that motherfucker, and I was like, yeah, I could drink a handle of Fireball. I was like, "Uh, that that handle of Fireball made me miss like two parties, (laughs) and like two nights. I missed like two parties. I was still fucked up from that damn ruined my whole weekend. (laughs) Just cause I thought I could hang. When I was taking naps. When I was taking naps as a young man, I was like, hold on. I am only 22, 23. Excuse me, I'm 23. I graduated two years ago. Why do I have to take a nap to hang out? You know what? I can't come back up here for a while. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. That's what it was. You guys have a special <laughs> occasion. I just can't come back up here for a while. That's nah, what it is. That's what I, mean. I, I, can't, I can't do it. Go away for like a ghost in the night. And it's like, and it's like you're, you're trying to like, you're on vacation. You know what I mean? You took a vacation day. So you're trying to, you kind of, you're trying to do shit around the clock. Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody who you're visiting has class. And then so, it's just like, oh, you motherfuckers is trying to do shit late. And it's like, I'm not on that time schedule. I'm not, <laughs> not a biological I'm clock. I got, out. Yeah. <laughs> I got shit to do on Monday. Like, I'm not about to sit here and fuck around with y'all. Sunday night. And y'all shit. saying fuck out of Oh, you kissed it? No, you I can't. Fuck fuck like, I got shit to do Monday. Dog, it's Friday night. I know. I know, but the way that we just <laughs> way out, this, the way my PTO set up, I got I to go now because I need to recover. <laughs> Actually, I didn't take off. I got to be back at the office in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was a few times it, it, like you know when I was fresh out of school, like 22, 23, and I would visit somebody, and I got work at nine, and I remember leaving one time. I was visiting uh, Craig and um, Kwame, mm-hmm. and two of my fraternity brothers, and. I think I had to be to work at nine. I left Boston at like five. I got back to Long Island at like seven thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. Quick shower, got to work. No one was the wise that I woke up in Boston. <laughs> there right. were all sorts of like, like, like woke up and just like it was just a, a disgust for your own self. I was just like, holy shit, like, this was wild. I'm not doing that shit again. Like, I was like, this is wild. But this is life. Mm. This is the American dream. Mm. <laughs> but speaking of the American dream, I want to talk to you, big dog, about Georgia. Yeah, man. And the way that Georgia has showed out in this presidential election. 
Right. Man, it's been it's been crazy and it's been beautiful to see. I'm I live in Nashville still. Right. But, but for the people, you're from Georgia. I'm from uh yeah, I'm from the Gator, Georgia. Um and I've been voting absentee ever since I could vote. And it was actually like to be honest, it was just out of pure laziness of switching my shit over from Georgia. I still vote absentee the same yeah, I got you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, so but like it just really played out perfectly here in this election. So it was like, oh man, method to my lazy ass madness worked out. <laughs> I told out. y'all motherfuckers. I told y'all. Exactly. If I told y'all niggas, I told y'all. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it's been the areas they were really concentrating on, those been um democratic. Again, it's the South, so if they're like most Southern states got one really metropolitan city. Right. Mm-hmm. That's Georgia. It's Atlanta and all the right. surrounding suburbs. But you go outside of 285. Mm-hmm. If you ain't Red. going to Savannah, mm-hmm. you ain't going to Florida, you ain't coming to Tennessee. Right, right, right. None of that shit's going to fly. Don't go to UGA. You don't really go anywhere else. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like you just you just don't do that. Like so and that equates to the type of voters that be the fuck outside of the uh interstate. Mm-hmm. So like you go if you go into the map, you will see like Atlanta, Fulton County, Gwinnett, Cobb, the uh, DeKalb County, all gonna be Democratic strongholds. Mm-hmm. But the motherfuckers just turned up thanks to Stacey Abrams and her uh F- her efforts and um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, her her effort efforts down there down there as well. They almost got like eight hundred thousand people registered to vote or something like that. You know, shout out to Stacey Abrams and shout out half a percent. Shout out, shout out to Stacey Abrams and everything that her team has been doing down there. Mm-hmm. Um, a gentleman who works on her team named Andre Fields. Um, I play football with his brother. I know Andre. He's a good guy. They're doing some really amazing work down there. And I got to say this. If Stacey Abrams is not a part of this cabinet that Joe Biden plans on building, I'm going to freak the fuck out. Mm. Oh, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be not going to let that happen. It's going to be a real issue if she's not on that cabinet. Because she and her squad... You see what I'm saying? Well, first, yeah. well, 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 we already know that you know Kamala Harris is going to be the 47th president because Joe Biden's only going to last two years. We know this. Now, my my question comes to you though: What are your thoughts on how the Dems went after the black vote in this in this race? Do you think they were right? Because honestly, what what is amazing to me is how that they were trying to shame black people into voting for them, like shaming them. And it was kind of like, you're not talking anything about the policy you want to put forth and what you're, and what you're trying to do for the community advancing henceforth. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like you're just trying you. to overall shame us into it. And honestly, you can suck my dick when you're trying to do that. So could you just kind of explain to me how you feel as if, like, like what, what do you, because we delivered them, we, we delivered them this election. So, yeah. you know, how do you feel as if how they went about it? And what do you see them, what do you actually see them doing for us these next I see, few years? I definitely see the shaming um, part of it, like with, um, I want to call him Barack. He's not Biden. Obama? Yeah. Oh, Biden. Oh, Biden. Okay. He, but it's like, 
you ain't black if you don't vote for me. I was like, okay. Calm down, old nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> chill out. I was like, I get what you're trying to do, but you did not ex- execute the words right. Like, no, absolutely not. You go that way or what? So I get that, but I was like, it's it was less painful ish to watch than like what Democrats normally do. Talking mm-hmm. about like Hillary, I got hot sauce in my pocket. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's real hokey, just Fuck I'm just black Benghazi. Mm-hmm. Black activities and boom. It, I, got I mean it was easier because we had Kamala this time, but even her wearing the wearing the Tims and like, oh look at this, she's wearing Tims. Well she like, probably does wear Tims. What do you I was gonna say? I don't know, I'll argue that. No, like, I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but why is that a thing though? You know what I mean? The fact that she's a black woman wearing Tims, why? Well, it's 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 the fucking mainstream media trying mm-hmm. to yeah, trying to just politics. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh look, and it's like, no, I guarantee you that's just what she would normally like if she had to like that's what she would wear that's mm-hmm. what she wears mm-hmm. that doesn't surprise you me just kind of look at her like you look like you would wear some shit like this mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. hopping off a uh, private jet run somewhere to do some political shit this like, is an aka at the end of the day people forget mm-hmm. like, we gotta forget she went to hbcu everybody mm-hmm. needs to relax yeah mm-hmm. so it's like you know what I'm saying? i get the mm-hmm. shaming part but like i hate pandering more and just in anything, like it doesn't even have to be to us. You could be at your job, and people trying to overly pander to their boss and things mm-hmm. like that. I can't deal with that shit. Like, right, right, right. But with Biden, at least he had some shit to back up what he was saying. Like when you go research his policies, like okay, like he's got things, but like you need to work on how to talk to niggas though like that <laughs> like you need to learn how to like talk to talk to us engage with us properly rather than just saying you ain't this if you don't vote for me it's like okay like this is what we're gonna do well this is also the same guy who was out here eulogizing you know um Ku Klux Klan you know high-ranking members you see what I'm saying but like mm-hmm. it's all a game like it's all a game but like you know once again you had him in office then you also had Donald Trump's ass in office ass off ass in office. So either way, it was fucked. Um, beginning, but we're a little less fucked, I think, with a president like Biden because he's going to get pushed out the way very, very fast. Um, the issue oh, is yeah, just, for sure. The issue is just the amount of time that he's going to be in office, how mm-hmm. scary that could be for a little bit because he it does have cognitive decline. But, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we're in, for, we're in for the ride and we know Trump's going to fight this bitch out. Oh, now, yeah, for sure. Um, I think I kind of like I just a lot of people talk about kind of decline. I was like this thing, this nigga stutters. Like, <laughs> well, like, no, not even. It's besides the stuttering shit. Like, like when he's saying I'm running for senate, not president. Like when he's doing things like that, dementia. And, you know what I'm saying? And and he's not look like he doesn't look sharp. And this was a talking point that Dems had even before he ran, like in their primaries. You see what I mean? So it, this isn't yeah. something that's like yeah. that, like Trump came out of nowhere with. Like mm-hmm. that's why he's calling him Sleepy Joe. Mm-hmm. Like you sleep, motherfucker, wake up. Like like that's you know what I'm saying. That's why people had these stupid like. Listen, it probably it was a lie, but they're like, oh, did you see that? It looks like he had like a tele. Like he didn't have a wire in there. Somebody feeding him shit. No, he it wasn't that. But it's definitely rough, and he mm-hmm. doesn't have that much more time left. I mm-hmm. think, but. 
But I think it's just like because me and my girl talk about it all the time. It's just like mm-hmm. it's who he built. It's his team around him that I'm really focusing on. Like Joe, you get to be the face because you got elected president. That's just what it is. It wasn't Kamala that got Kamala, excuse me, that was um, elected. It's like it was you. So we know you to be the president. But I'm looking at your cabinet. I'm looking at the Senate, what the House is going to do. I'm going to look at more of what Kamala's going to do and the people around you than you. Mm-hmm. Right. But then also, I, I agree with you, but then we still got to remember that he is the man that is still going to be the one putting people in power and doing those things. So we still have to, it's a, it's going to be a balance of game in this motherfucker that we won't be able to predict. And honestly, fuck it. Shit going to change for me. The hustle, ain't, the hustle going to remain the same. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with Joe. Joe ain't going to really fight nothing too crazy. He's going to be like, someone's going to be like, oh, you need to put Justin Lowe's as your media correspondent on the ground. They'll be like, all right, cool. You know what? I think they're wonderful for black people. But then that could be the issue. And while we, we need to, he needs to hurry up and get out of office because if he can't think for himself, it's like he's the one that, like, at the end of the day, he's going to, like, like, if some shit go down, He's got to be the one to be like, yeah, so we got to bomb these motherfuckers. And he is 70. Ooh, he's old as shit. Mm-hmm. But you know what, though? Fuck it. Trump lost. He's probably going to run again in 2024. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely... This is far from over. Listen, children, we are about to get into one hell of a mm-hmm. rocky ride for the next few fucking years in America. But listen, Yeah, unless somebody pops up, for real. Um, uh-huh. You said Kamala um, will be one. But I think with Joe, like, for me, like, he'll still make the hard decisions, but he's going to, like, have heavy lean with, yeah, like, on defer. his team. Yeah, like, it's going to be a mix of deferring or, like, okay, what the fuck are we going to do? All right, you need to do it. And then he's going to be li- willing to listen to his administration versus, like, what Trump say. As soon as you said no, he's like, oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, let me tell you something. I do what I want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, want I guarantee you that's all his briefings. I'm going to do what I want. Bomb this nigga over Iraq because I don't like the way he looked at me on Tuesday when we had a FaceTime. I tried to talk to him. He told me to, to 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 get off his phone. I said, fine, I'll bomb your phone. <laughs> no more faults for anybody over there. None. None. We're done. Hey, That's funny. Uh, yeah, and, I'm like, and I'm okay with like leadership being like, okay, like this is a tough decision. Let me go and utilize the team I have. Like right. for coaches, for football. Did you only have the head coach? No. Facts, you had your, you had your other folks. Right. Offensive coordinator, defensive of coordinator. You have your specialties. Quarterback, receiver, running back, line coach. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, your head coach. They were executing the head coach's mission, though. That, that's the thing. No matter, no matter how good the underlings are, they still have to execute whatever the plan forth is, whatever the plan that's put forth mm-hmm. by the head coach. Mm-hmm. You still run the head coach's plays. Mm-hmm. No matter that we were running them shit since he'd been there since 91. Mm-hmm. Right. I hate we're that running the same goddamn G28, G21, K, fucking hearts and aces since mm-hmm. 91. Black seven? Since 91. Mm-hmm. I went to school like, there. Five times in 2009 and 2013. And these teams were calling our plays. They're running that G. They're running G. It's like, oh, man, you know my plays. And Dang you know it. what I'm about to run. <laughs> this is great. But listen, yeah, this has been, uh-huh. I know. It's like, go ahead, Alice. No, listen. This has been one hell of a fucking podcast. Hell, um, yeah, yeah, man. But 
the way that we and and, and people who listen they, they they know this by now but they know that when we do recordings it's a fucking long production day for us so we have a tight tight schedule which is why we we are sorry we have to cut this a little bit short but people but just remember there is about to be a whole long year coming along. Mm-hmm. You will have Kramer back on here again. We're going to do it proper. We're going to try to hopefully, you know, we can kind of maybe do it, do it the way that, you know, hot ones are the wing shit. Mm-hmm. We can maybe match up what beers you're going to have. We can maybe drink some, kind of go through it, mm-hmm. talk about yeah. kind of the taste that you feel and shit, kind of bring that feel that you have with your podcast, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but before we leave, please let the people know where they can catch you at. Um, and, you know, all your, all your social links and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I'm really just predominantly on um, Instagram mm-hmm. at uh, the Bearded Brother, B E E R D E D. Um, kind of play on beer and having a beard, um, brother. Uh, it's an A at the end of brother, not E R. I get so many people saying brother. I'm like, no, it's brother. Brother. <laughs> no, no, it's your Caucasian audience. That's fine. It's fine, y'all. We just we had to educate. We had to educate. Mm-hmm. And if you're a TikTok <laughs> fan, you can find me there at the same handle name as well. Um, I'll be on there kicking it and stuff like that so just follow me there and if you want to know my government name follow me kramer, kramer deans on facebook too as well mm-hmm. um gangster got the beers i have i'm down for beer trades as well so if you're a beer mm-hmm. drinker and you got some you think i might like and i can send you up some you might like from uh down here in the good old nashville tennessee yeah your mayor's fucking glenn jacobs kane yes <laughs> how do you like my governor that? is even more trash He's a little bitch. Oh, oh, so do you not like Kane as your mayor? Oh, oh, he's not. Oh, no, no, no. He's not my mayor. No, he's. Um, Wait, isn't he? Oh, no, he's a Knoxville. He is a mayor, mayor, but he's not. Um, he's Knoxville's mayor, right? Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, I think there. he's out there. He's out west. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been in his world. So I'm like, I feel a way because he's a Republican. So I'm like. He's more libertarian than Republican. He just has to kind of go that way. But yeah, no, nah, I got you. He has a very, very, very fiscally conservative views. Um, I don't know what his social things are, but next time we have you on, we'll definitely, we'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about it. Maybe yeah, I don't know too much about his politics, to be completely honest. Um, Fuck it, I'll research it. Don't worry, I'll ask you some questions. Now, listen, this has been one hell of a time. I am Dean. That over there is the Madman Los. That right there is the bearded brother Kramer. This has, oh, excuse me, from the Swing Podcast. Mm, this check is, that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make sure I go check that out. This has been Black of the Berry. Peace, love, and chicken. We are out. Peace, y'all.